Keep Offering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Well, Happy New Year, sisters. Happy, happy New, New Year. Year. Happy New New. <laughs> <laughs> Is this how we're saying it this year? I didn't get the memo. Uh, well, Charlie used to say Happy New New. Yeah. When she was little. Yes. Well, I'm gonna, and now she knows that she used to say it, and she's old enough to know that, and so intentionally say Happy says New Happy New. New. Okay. I think it's a very good way. Because there, was was, there was a period there where it made her very mad if you said it wrong, I believe, correct? Yes. Yes. And now she embraces Happy New New and says it to everybody, and people just look at her like, is this a cute kid thing or i like it better than happy new year i think it has a very deep meaning like it's not just like a new year but it's a new new it's like a new new like a like everything's new you can be new you could be the same the year is new the day is new feelings are new sure outlook on life is new when she when she first said it at two years old i bet that's what she meant yeah yeah (laughs) all that (laughs) yeah uh we we started off the new year bad like we did a bad job because yep. we didn't do a show yep <laughs> we did a <laughs> we started off the new year i'd say doing a hundred percent less podcasting than we did uh-huh. last year that's right we did it we did a bad job we didn't get our act together i was we, i was sick i was sick first <laughs> 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 and then sydney's child got me sick uh-huh. And then in turn, I got our mom sick. And then mm-hmm. Sydney's child also got Sydney sick. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it was just a whole mess yeah. of sick. <laughs> Is it? I got to be honest. It's just now it, dawning on me that we didn't do an episode. I. <laughs> <laughs> well, by the time we realized, oh, my gosh, we were sick and we missed yeah. recording our usual time and we're going to have to reschedule. Tay, you were out of town. Yeah. And I it was like, even... well, Tay's out of town now. So by okay. the time she gets back to record episodes, like, well, now we're going to be like the next week. And it's like, can't just post an episode on Tuesday the next week and be like, this is for last week. But that's not Sorry. how it works. This is this week. Wow. Yeah. I, it, I didn't register. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about it. I am the worst podcaster. So guys feel less bad by how bad I am. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I completely worst. forgot too. So I remembered, but then I was sick and I was more focused on, well, I was, Charlie just gets those fevers. But anyway, it doesn't, the point is everybody's fine now and we're yeah. back and we're sorry we missed you last week. Um, I hope you've all been watching Instant Hotel in the meantime. I do too. <laughs> uh, yes, that's the, the traditional way to welcome in a new year with an Australian homemaking show. Yeah, I mean, sort of. It's it, it's about Airbnbs, which they insist on calling instant hotels. But which they're Airbnbs. I kind of like because <laughs> it makes me think of like like an instant mac and cheese or something. Like you add a little water and put it in the microwave. It's just like pop hotel. hotel. Instant well, hotel. I think it's better than the one time that dad called them Arbunbas. Yeah, that's true. Arbunibs. Arbunibs, <laughs> yeah. Arbunibs. Um, yeah, it's a great show where... All these people who own Airbnbs compete in Australia to see who has the best Airbnb in the country. And they also love the drama. Oh, man. And they also hate each other. (laughs) They all hate each other and they love the drama and it's amazing. Such a great show. My favorite is the the team that's a mother and daughter team named Bondi and Babe. Mm -hmm. And she named her daughter Bondi because they are from Bondi Beach. Mm -hmm. And 
one of the other couples there is from a place in Australia, and I'm not familiar with with towns or locations in Australia very, very Nor am much. I. But they're from an area called Humpty Doo, <laughs> and he said, "Well, she's going to name her daughter Bondi. I should name my two kids Humpty and Doo." This <laughs> is so good. Like they just. They, it's a good show, and I would—they're so good. I would advise you uh, check. This is a great way to welcome in 2019. Please watch this this program; it's very good. Uh, and it's funny—you mentioned dad. You know, mom and dad are scared of Airbnbs. Yeah, they are. On a side note, I thought we would share this. This is relevant to the show, sort of. Yeah, because this is like a transitional thing. The idea of staying in something that is not like a traditional hotel. Yeah, I think is. I mean, newer, right. not new, but newer. Mm-hmm. And I think scary for yeah. people who didn't grow up with that concept. I mentioned it to mom and dad once talking about going somewhere over this coming summer. Like, hey, I think I'd like to stay in Airbnb instead of a hotel. Like this one is like a whole apartment. It's cheaper than a hotel would be in a city, you mm-hmm. know, being close to things, cleaner, nicer. They were like, well, no, why would you do that? That's unsafe. What if it's just, you know, there's no house there. Someone could kidnap you or murder you. It's like, no, there are like 500 people that have stayed here and all left very good reviews. <laughs> there are pictures of it. It's verified. I think the con- it's just the concept of staying in somebody else's house. It's yeah. Like, but that's their house. All their stuff is there and just around you. <laughs> And they have this new feature where, like, they're verified, which means people who work for Airbnb go and visit these places to, like, you know, put, like, we have been to this place. This mm-hmm. is what it looks like. This it is, is real. a real place. <laughs> and I even showed them one of those. Like, look, this is, like, extra verified. Like, people that work for this company went there. They were like, no, they're in on it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, to be fair, the first time we rented uh, a place to stay at the beach on mm-hmm. the Internet, the mm-hmm. first time that, like, dad did it on the internet instead of over the phone years ago yeah the whole way there he was like i feel like it's 50 50 whether or not this place really <laughs> exists i feel like it's 50 we might show up and it's just a lot it's just a vacant lot and we we you know we already there to get got our credit card information i mean <laughs> the whole way <laughs> there were a lot of like like i think like early early on when it was like putting together the renting through the internet situation which now is very polished there was some mm-hmm. some shady times. I definitely like booked some weird hostels in Japan that it was just like a website with like a small translated patch that was basically just here's your credit card, here are the dates you go. Okay. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, all right. <laughs> that might work out. So I don't know. I think I think I get that. That that see, that's why I predate that. I pre yeah. my my hosteling experience was I had my hosteling international book, physical mm. book in my backpack that I would pull out as we were headed to the next city and look down the list of hostels and call them and say, hi, do you have room for three tonight? Do you have room? (laughs) I would like room. Well, I mean, it's not a room. Like, it's just like in one of your giant rooms with bunk beds. Right. Yeah. Are there three empty bunk beds, please? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But those were the old days. No more. If if mom and dad needed some, like, course you know on the uh, airbnb situation mm-hmm. t- t- tell them to talk to us because we've i i have multiple times i know you have said mm-hmm. we're safe things <laughs> yes we all stayed in one as a family yeah and mom was terrified the whole time yeah. we, we did when we went to the jimmy buffett concert in cincinnati and it was wonderful and then mom mm-hmm. like it occurred to her what the situation was and she was like well where are the people who own it and i'm like well i don't, I don't know they're not here and they're somewhere else they're, they're yeah. sleeping somewhere else tonight and she was like well what if they come back 
And I was like, well, I mean, they won't. Like, they rented it to us yeah. tonight. Like, they won't. But they could. What if they come back and kill us? I was like, well, I mean, they probably won't. I suppose it's possible <laughs> they do have a key. That's but a pretty... Like, Pretty intense paper trail, though, like all of these very public internet interactions. Yeah. Like, you know. yeah. <laughs> this was the I plot mean, all along. They didn't do a very good job of, like, keeping the secret if that was no. the plan. But no. I don't think that's going to happen, Mom. But, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's a movie about that, yeah. right? Like, there's uh, the Airbnb a couple. Isn't that movie? <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's not, we're not going to talk about Airbnbs for the whole show. No, I just wanted to talk about Instant Hotel. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't blame you. It was, <laughs> sorry, mom and dad in advance, but it was the first show that mom and dad recommended <laughs> to me that I was like, you are spot on. It is good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love them, but they're tasting TV sometimes. It needs help. <laughs> well, America's Funniest Home Videos. As of yesterday, dad was watching it. Yeah. I'm just saying. Well. I watched half of the first season of Airbnb or Instant Hotel in less than 12 hours. So it's good. Uh, so for the new year, Riley has resolved to watch all of Instant Hotel. Within the first two weeks of the new year. <laughs> have you have you made any more productive, possibly, uh, New Year's resolutions? Um, I would like to... I, actually, you and Justin inspired me with all your cleaning. Oh. I would like to clean out all my things i realized while i was at home this break that there are a lot of things i left at my room at our house that obviously i don't need anymore if i didn't bring them with me to college and i haven't used them since i've been home staying at home again Ooh. so it's like what i should just get rid of them like there are clothes i didn't bring with me that i didn't wear while i was home that i didn't bring with me to college so i don't wear there so like what just get rid of all of it Oh, it doesn't bring me joy. That's very interesting. You see, you're on that end of the spectrum. I don't think Taylor would have agreed with that. With oh, getting rid of things. You know, oh, you leave it home. Yeah. Or, no, no, just have clearly just not. Have mom and dad <laughs> keep them for you. <laughs> that's that's the storage space that I wrote with my love. <laughs> uh, so you're you're going the Marie Kondo method. I am. I would if like it to... does not spark joy. Yeah. Now, out, it, out it goes. Now, there are some things I am hesitant to do that with. I think I'm going to start with clothes. You know, that's an easy thing yeah. to go through and be like, reasonably, I haven't worn this in a year. It's it's easy within, like, there's a limit to it, though. What hangs me up, I have a stack in the back corner of my closet of, like, old softball t-shirts and old yeah. show t-shirts. See, those are things that I that don't get of rid thing. of. Like, yeah. I have old, like, turkey bowl shirts from our old Thanksgivings and, like, old show shirts from shows I've but, been like, in. what do I do with those? Well. I mean, I don't wear them. Yeah, but they're good memories. But, like, That's when just... people make a quilt. You know, like, you cut up all the patches and then you sew them all together. You know me. Can you see me ever making a quilt out of t-shirts? <laughs> <laughs> I could see you cutting just out all the squares and then realizing you don't know how to make a quilt or don't want to make a quilt. So just leaving all the squares in a pile instead of the T-shirt. No, no uh, shade at anybody who does that. I am I am in awe of people who like think of those ideas and then actually do them. That is just not me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'd like to get cleaner, more organized. I'd like to take this last week before I start back at college to do mm -hmm. that. I probably won't do as much as I'd like to do because that's how New Year's resolutions always go. I think right? that uh, I think that Netflix show with Marie Kondo has, ha has a lot of people making yeah. that their New Year's resolution. It's hard to watch it and not just get like this because I started watching it after mm -hmm. you all talked about it. 
Yeah. It's hard to watch it and not just get this internal feeling of like, I need to clean everything in my house. <laughs> we did a KonMari a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. but I remember this. Yeah, but like more st- stuff accumulates fast. Yeah. Uh, the hard part is you can't involve your children in that because everything sparks joy in a four-year-old. She'll see any toy <laughs> right. that she has not played with in years. Mm-hmm. Say, oh, I love that. My clothes spark joy in her. My, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> kitchen items that we don't use spark joy in her. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I think you just have to do it in like a multi-step process. Like while she's sleeping, maybe clean out some of the stuff that you know she doesn't mm-hmm. play with anymore. Mm-hmm. And then maybe like hide it somewhere for a while and see if she notices any of it's gone. And then maybe you're safe. Just get rid of it. That's kind of yeah. what we're doing, actually. Yeah. Justin yeah. took Justin took the girls on a special trip to Target to get new shoes, and <laughs> in the meantime, I I went to town on Charlie's room. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. No, I I think that's a I think that's a good New Year's resolution. Do you think uh in as part of that before we move on to other resolutions, mm-hmm. it, apparently there has been quite the Twitter debate about whether or not you get rid of books. No. You don't. I heard you all talking about this last night, debating whether you get rid of old books, like what kind of books you keep. Not like do- not like throw away. Right. Like, like donate. donate like, yeah. No, no like, one is suggesting trashing books. No. But like get taking them out of your household. Yes. Making it so you no longer own these books. Is that is that acceptable ever? I love books. I, lo- I love looking at my bookshelves at home because I don't have a lot of book space in my dorm. I love uh-huh. looking at my bookshelves at home. And these huge stacks of books and being like, I read all of those. And you look at each one and you like remember the story and the characters. I don't know about you all, but when I read books, I like take my highlighter and my pencil to them and like highlight things I like or underline things I like. You can go back to them and look at these little passages. Like maybe if it's a book that I had to read for class and I know I I didn't like, I'm never going to read again. Or I don't know, a book that someone got me that I know like maybe I didn't wasn't for me maybe I donated or give it to someone else but like books that I loved that I picked that I read I'll never well, want to get rid of them but if they spark joy you can keep them and they Wait, do it, so yeah. I am I mean I I see the the angle though from because like I live in a very small New York apartment once the bookshelf is full that's where all the books go there's there's no more room for more books We've kind of stuck books everywhere we can stick them. So I do kind of, I've definitely done some some cleans to my bookshelf where I just go through and like, it's, I think it's actually, it's a common thing that you see on the streets, at least in my neighborhood. But I feel like it's true in in a lot of New York. Just a box of books on the sidewalk, like on a <laughs> sunny day. Yeah, I you know, you just put out a bunch of books on the sidewalk. You like early in the day, Any anyone that are left at night, you bring them back in, you know, you, I'll donate them eventually, but like, mm-hmm. Like it's especially the summer when everybody's like moving out. It's like you just you just walk down the street and you adopt new ones. Hopefully not as many as you got adopted out or else you yeah. have continued the problem. Well, that's that's what I kind of look at it that way. So I I am not I don't get rid of books very easily. Yeah. I have a lot. One might say. Yeah. One. Yeah. I mean, we have you do. <laughs> the, the number one piece of furniture we have in our house is bookshelves. I mean, yes. like we have many, many bookshelves and we keep buying more because we keep adding to our books. More books. So I understand people wanting to keep all their books. But I I would say that there are cases, like you said, like books that you're forced to read and maybe didn't really enjoy. And now it's done. And I mean, I'm not I'm never going to throw away a book. So right. I'd rather put it back out into the universe for somebody yeah. else to read it than just store it in my house for all eternity when yeah. I know it's never going to be read. I think reference books are great. I think books you enjoy and love, of course, keep. 
but like I inherited a great number of books from our grandparents. And while I think the majority of them are wonderful, among them were some, were some books. There were some books that, okay. I'm just going to say I own a copy of the art of the deal. Yeah. Mm. That one actually, that one actually has been the big hang up for me. This like, is my this is it? my Kobayashi Maru. What do I do with Donald Trump's book? I don't want it. I'm not going to read it. You let Charlie grab it and say, "Charlie, you like destroying things. No, Here's a thing I, you can destroy." See, that's the thing. I'm not I'm not in favor of destroying books. Let her ever. take paint to it. I'm not going to throw pencil. it away. I don't I'm never going to read it. I don't like displaying it. I don't like people seeing that I own it. But I also don't want anyone else to read it. Like, I don't want to put it back out into the world and be like, here, read more stupid stuff this idiot says in this book. So, like, what do I do with that? Was you, just here. You take, here's what you do. There is no right answer to this book. You take it to a bookstore. You find a shelf that maybe is full of a certain topic that people, that is less frequented. Like some random <laughs> subgenre of books that a lot of people in Huntington might not be reading. You stick this book behind a book there and you leave. <laughs> I think, I don't, maybe, I get what you're saying though. Like, <laughs> I, I, I want to encourage anyone to read his book, well, but. How about what you do is you just d- d- dig a little hole in your backyard and you, you bury it there. Bury it? Because paper books are very compostable. So let it nurture the ah. earth as it breaks down. And return to that. Think of that poor tree that gave up its life to be the art of the deal. Uh, you you, you uh, plant a new tree over it and, and use just. Use the book as fertilizer. Yes. Okay. That's, that is, that's what I'm saying you should do. That's yeah. an idea. Yeah. Th- these are the books that I think it you know you get to a point where it's acceptable like to give away yeah. like we have we have gone through and found a lot of books that like i know papa used to just go like to the dollar tree and just grab every book that was available right. just because he he loved reading and he liked having a big library and so he would buy all kinds of books oh. some of them are great some of them not as great and i don't think he would have particularly wanted to keep either mm-hmm. and so there are all these little free libraries around town I yeah go, i go fill those up yeah, I do like those. They're yeah. like little like mailbox looking things with mm-hmm. a glass door and go in and grab a book. Yeah. And, those uh, are good to put books and in. And so we, we just go periodically and fill them up with books that we don't necessarily love or mm-hmm. want to keep, but I would never throw them away. I want to get one of those beds that I just saw in an episode mm-hmm. of Instant Hotel that you lift up and can go into your wall mm-hmm. and you can store stuff underneath of a it. A Murphy bed? Yeah. I want to get one of those and I just want to like line the underneath with all my books like line the storage uh-huh. area underneath with all my books because it's not taking up space and someone's like yeah i like your bookshelf over here and i'm like oh you want to see something impressive and you lift up your bed and it's just like books and once <laughs> once the underneath of your bed is full impressive. then you don't get any you don't get any more books and that's when you stop yourself but you have an no then you bed buy another books. bed or mm-hmm. that. Or you buy another no, bed. Not more bookshelves, just beds. Why do you have eight beds in this room? <laughs> well, they're all bedshelves. <laughs> they're, they're all secret bookshelves. Why didn't you just buy bookshelves? Do I even, don't know. Do you even have a mattress on this one? Is this just more books covered <laughs> with a sheet? I'm sorry. <laughs> I replaced all my furniture with books. 
let someone stay the night. And they're like, no, 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 not that bed. Not that bed. That one in the end there. Not these. These so, are my book beds. <laughs> so we're going to get neat and tidy. Any other resolutions? Um, Is that your only one? That's my main one right now. Yeah. There are, you know, there are always the ones that I feel like you see in, in all the, the media and online where people are like, I'm going to eat only healthy foods all year long this year. 2019 is the year where I eat salads every day or something i don't know what do Ta- people say like, taylor eats salads every that's day that's wrong with salads every day i was gonna say well you're, you're i'm not saying there's train. anything wrong with salads every day but i'm saying new year's is always when people are like i'm getting a gym membership i'm gonna work out 10 t- 10 times a day i'm gonna make protein shakes and, and build doing, muscle i'm doing 10 push-ups a day and adding one every week how's it going i've missed a couple days already <laughs> sydney it's what january <laughs> Seven. Hey. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I. I think fitness goals aren't bad to have for the new year because it is a fresh start. And like, I know because like I can be a bit of a gym rat, a gym rat, and like a lot of the people that are there, it's like you know, oh, oh, it's the first week of the new year. All these people are gonna fall off in a week, and it's like you know what? We all started somewhere, so it's like I don't think it's wrong to try to do one of those things. I do think like you know, do it if it's something that you really want to do, but like. Yeah. I do think that you have to have like a limit to what you can expect from yourself for something like to go from like, I never work out and I, I eat, you know, whatever, like I'm going to change everything and then I'm going to feel really bad about myself if I don't. It's like, no, yeah. set an yeah. achievable goal. And then if yeah, you right. achieve that goal, achieve another goal. Like that's kind of yeah. where I started. Like I was like, I'm going to run two miles every day. And then two became three eventually. And like it kind of kept going up till I could like hit <laughs> the amount that I want to run. <laughs> you look horrified <laughs> by that. <laughs> My goal of miles a day, I don't think would ever start at two. <laughs> I don't think that I have a goal that I could quantify in miles. <laughs> I think, like, I want to total the amount of steps I run in a week to, like, a mile. I, okay. A mile a week. I think, I think what you guys just don't quite understand what a mile consists of. It's actually not that much running. <laughs> a mile a week. <laughs> Like, you're not, I don't think it's okay if that's all you're moving, Riley. <laughs> Around it, you're not going to your classes if that's what you're doing. <laughs> I have a very small campus. <laughs> um, well, I want to, I want to get into, Taylor, we have not shared our New Year's resolutions. And then uh, I want to talk about like resolutions specific. I found some for 90s kids and I want to well, get good. into those. But before we do that, let's check the group message. Uh, so we have a couple of sponsors to tell you about this week on the group message. Sydney, what's our, who's our first homie? First up, still buffering is supported in part by Zola. Now we've, take it, we've told you about Zola before because they take the stress out of wedding planning with free wedding websites, your dream wedding registry, affordable save the dates and invitations, and easy to use planning tools. Uh, it, is a, it is a wonderful website. I've checked it out. It's really easy to use. I, I really wish it had been around uh, back in the day for me when you got wedded when i was when, when i entered into <laughs> a marital union i wish that uh i could have used it and then directed mom to it since she did most of my yeah. wedding <laughs> I was gonna say you wish it was around for mom mm-hmm. not you for mom it would have saved her a lot of headache uh, it has a, over 100 beautiful wedding website designs to choose from that fit any couple style and it has uh, the store has the widest selection of gifts at all different price points so there's something for every guest to give 
Uh, so this can really simplify the experience. Um, planning a wedding is it's really exciting. But you and like you want to call yourself. I know Justin and I were both like, well, we're nonchalant. We're not going to be bridegroomzillas, whatever. Like, you know, we're yeah. easy to please people. We're just getting married. As long as we get hitched at the end, who cares? And then you start getting into it. and You're like, OK, well, no, but I really do care about a lot of stuff. I really do care about what my chairs look like. <laughs> Uh, so to start your free wedding website and also get $50 off your registry on Zola, go to Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A, Zola.com slash still buffering today. So Zola.com slash still buffering. Start your free wedding website and get $50 off your registry. Wait, so I just want to throw it out there too for anyone at Zola that wants a free catchphrase. Don't be a bridezilla. Go to Zola. It's real catchy. Hey, Ooh, I like that. That's for Good. you. Hey, yeah. check that out. Um, <laughs> hey, TM. <laughs> yes, TM. seriously. I wanna, I wanna make a website about my cleaning experience, my tidying up experience. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm gonna do that with Squarespace because Squarespace is a website that helps you make websites. It helps you create beautiful websites where you can turn your cool idea into a new website, just like I said, like really cool idea. Mm-hmm. Um, blog or publish content, promote your physical or online business, and so much more. Anything you could dream of doing with a website, Squarespace is going to let you do. And it does this by giving you beautiful templates, everything optimized for mobile right out of the box, which is super cool in this this mobile age of, of 2019 that we have entered. <laughs> Um, a new way to buy domains and choose from over 200 extensions, free and secure hosting, and 24-7 award-winning customer support. You can stand out with a beautiful website from Squarespace because of all this helpful stuff they give you right from the start. So, Taylor, if our listeners want to check out Squarespace, what should they do? Uh, just go to squarespace.com buffering for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code buffering. You get 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash buffering. Use the offer code buffering. Check those out. So, uh, Tay, did you make any New Year's resolutions? Man, I was so stressed out by like the two cons I have at the beginning of the year that my resolutions were basically just to like finish crafting fantasy characters and those are going to fall short real quick in the new year (laughs) like (laughs) i think i'll accomplish those but those aren't really like good healthy resolutions like i don't know be a sailor scout i guess that it's not useful um hey resolutions have to be things that are important for you to accomplish mm -hmm. for yourself in the new year they do not have to matter on any other level they don't have to be important to anybody but you well i do I do. I have had a long-term goal, and I had it last year. I need to focus on it this year more. That I want to do something creative every day. If it's like this counts, so check. Yeah. But yeah. you know, like be it a small doodle, finish a wig, like a nice actual drawing, like just do something. Because I realize that the longer I go without that, I start feeling crazy, and that's where a lot of my like bummer comes from and it's like what's wrong oh i've done nothing but like non-creative work-related things for for three weeks and now i feel drained and that's why so i'm gonna try to keep with that it's good that's a very good one mm-hmm. yeah sydney um i i think like by and large i've made small resolutions like uh justin got me a piano for christmas mm-hmm. and i want to know how to play it by the end of the year good now when you say know how to play it by the end of the year 
I don't mean like you <laughs> composing mean like composing original music works <laughs> because that's a lot. Or do you mean like it's going to be Christmas in 2019 and you're going to be like, hey, guys, I can play a song. <laughs> no, I want to be like Christmas 2019. Who would like to hear some carols? There and we I go. sit down and play you. So we can we can have a sing along like they did like in the like in like a very Dickensian uh-huh. moment. You can gather around me at the piano and I will play you songs You'll and play you will the sing them with me. To the minister's cat. No. And we'll sing like, the I'll minister's play, cat. Like a song. Like a fa la 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 la. Like it, a song. The great <laughs> Christmas classic, Heart and Soul. <laughs> <laughs> Something more than heart and soul. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I believe in you. Also, I think Christmas carols as a actually might just be really easy. But also, more importantly, I believe in you. <laughs> no, but like. Uh, that that is that is my goal. I want to do that. Justin and I actually have been having fun because I got him a guitar, and so hey. we're trying like to learn the same songs. Yeah, I took a piano class once, so like I understand the concept. So like you're basically no, a pro. I understand <laughs> the concept of the piano. I know that much. Like I yeah. get like the idea. Anyway, this is my goal. <laughs> my, I think the broader goal is just to like prioritize better. Yeah. Um, mm. you know, to not feel like. Like if I am, I I feel like I have taken for granted that I was accomplishing things certain days Mm -hmm. and like feeling like, oh, but I didn't do this or I didn't do that. And like not looking at like, but you prioritize and you did these things and these things mattered more. And, and like it, when I am able to recognize that I am more at peace. And so if I prioritize better and do the things that are really important, it brings me more peace and I have more joy in them. And then. Also, I think we we need to write another book too. But <laughs> uh, I'm, yeah, you guys should do that so I could so I could draw it. Yeah, you got to draw it. So that's you a know. that's a good resolution. We've got all these like esoteric. I'm gonna have me time. Be creative. Be creative about the thing that you should be creative about. I know that's that's what it really is. Like write a book and um. That, yeah, that's that's the big one. <laughs> Write another book. We're not gonna include our little sister in. Oh, hey. whoa, whoa, <laughs> that's okay. I, I didn't everyone's realize. Everyone's gonna write a book. Everyone's gonna draw a book. Everyone's gonna be famous, and I'm just Riley. <laughs> wow, wow. I'm sorry. I didn't realize that you were a medical history professional or an illustrator. <laughs> the, the three of us. The three of us can write a book. We have a podcast. Okay. Get, All right. Write me so, a so sample write a, chapter. Write another book. <laughs> okay. So I guess now I have to write a book too. Now we're okay. writing two books. So I'm not writing right. any books. You know, 2019, I the year the everyone year. writes a book. <laughs> oh, Everybody <laughs> start writing now. Everyone writes All a right. book. Go. Um, you know, I think a theme that I actually tried to tell myself that I wanted to make a resolution this year. It's a very broad resolution, but I think we've all kind of touched on it. Is I want to keep myself busy in 2019 and Mm -hmm. i don't mean like too busy like i have too much going on i never have any free time i mean like i think it's easy to to either do way too much and make yourself too busy or to not do enough and just have this time where you're i know i did this last semester where like i wasn't really doing anything after classes i'd do my homework but then it was like i'd sit around i'd be bored i feel bad about myself like i spent an entire week like going to class and sitting in bed I didn't really do anything else. I didn't make plans. I didn't have any other activities or hobbies. So I want to make myself busier. I want to mm-hmm. want to do things. Productive well, days. I think that's good. I, th- I think it is good. I actually think that it's sort of like I always tell people that it's important to exercise 
not everybody always wants to tie it to like a weight thing Mm -hmm. but exercise does so many things for you that don't have anything to do with weight right you know um and one of them is that like you feel like you even though it seems contradictory if you exercise regularly you have more energy yeah you feel more and and i think it's the same thing with like staying busy i think when you're doing a lot of stuff like your brain is engaged, your body's engaged, you feel more like in the moment and alive and like you're focusing and paying attention. Mm-hmm. And I think that I, I'm actually more productive and more creative and have more to say and think about and put into the world when yeah. I'm busy mm-hmm. than when I have just a bunch of time to sit there in my own head. Right. You yeah. think that, that that like if you had just a whole day just to sit in a room, you could come up with so much stuff. No. I actually think those Not days are the, le- yeah, they're yeah. the least creatively stimulating to me. Well, that's, I, I, I just, I, I totally agree with that. I mean, I think that, yeah. like, especially when I realize, like, I've always got a lot of projects going on, and I tend to get bogged down with the anxiety about, like, letting people down or not doing my jobs well enough, and that, for some reason, instead of just doing it, I will lay in bed and, like, stare at a wall in an anxious fit. So I'm trying to, like, push myself, and that is kind of part of the same goal like get out and do it and even if you can't get it all done the fact that you started on it is way way yeah. better than sitting around all day going I'm never going to get all that done it's like well mm-hmm. you, yeah. you're right that's really hard and I totally understand that and you know you're not a bad Just, person if you can't get out of bed if that's what you need that's what you need but yeah some sometimes that that's just you got to get started on the things that yeah. are holding you back mm-hmm. I already started on being busy I got a job, like a real <laughs> job. That's great. I am no longer just a teen podcaster extraordinaire. <laughs> I am a teen podcaster extraordinaire, and I sell prom and homecoming dresses. <laughs> well. I have a retail job now, mm-hmm. and I am in a musical again. So I hadn't done go. theater in a very long time and it makes me happy and it's creative and it's fun and it keeps me busy and I, d- I did it. I did it. You did it. <laughs> I did my resolutions and I resolved them. Well, you're well, you're done for the year? I'm done for She's the year. She's done. So <laughs> Riley's already completed hers. What other <laughs> are what are teens of today? What are the big resolutions? What what has 2019 inspired teens to resolve? You know, vote sorry yeah yeah i mean (laughs) there's that like um they're saving us all from the dystopian future we are living in orange julius caesar (laughs) i think what you said about (laughs) exercise is important for teens because i think it makes me sad sometimes because i see a lot of teen girls mostly that i know but there's always i mean all people that say that every new year they feel like they need to lose a lot of weight or work out a lot more or eat a lot less or whatever but ne- it's never i feel like or most of the time not because people want to be healthy i think a lot of the time it's because people feel a pressure to like there's always those things you see online like advertisements the beginning of the year like oh summer's right around the corner spring mm-hmm. breaks in two months get that beach body like know take all these it's it's always to sell stuff i feel like you see on social media it's like drink this tea or drink these meal replacement shakes that Mm -hmm. make it so you eat food but you're not eating food you know what i mean like all that stuff that's to sell you stuff but also make you feel like you need to change everything about your body the new year i feel like teenagers always say that 
And I would like to be healthier. Like, I think that's a good goal to say, like, I want to be healthier. I want to put good things in my body and work out more because it makes me feel good. I think that's a good thing to want. But, yeah, you know, I think sometimes it's easy to say, like, I want to work out because I want to have that that beach bod. Well, it's good not to get those two messages mixed. Right. Right. Because one is a negative, like, conform to this beauty standard because we told you to. And the other is a positive, take care of your body. Yeah. Like, I'd like to feel better about about me and feel good all the time. And I think that putting good things in and doing good things with that energy is good Mm -hmm. a good way to do that without any specific number goal or aesthetic Mm -hmm. goal in mind when you do it i think just being healthier is a good goal but i think that a lot of times teenagers especially with social media and all those things are are easy to fall prey to you know losing x number of pounds or looking like this it's like when charlie woke me up this morning she jumped on top of me and said come on it's time to get up for breakfast healthy routines and then ran (laughs) out of the room (laughs) that's good that's (laughs) yes what just like just like that (laughs) routine. she's helping you she's helping you get there (laughs) she is my healthy routine was that i was awoken by my four-year-old jumping on me I think Good that morning. that um, getting rid of my caffeine addiction, let's say, is a good, healthy resolution uh, that a lot of teens also could do. But they're not going to do that. But they're not. And I'm not. <laughs> you're starting college and you're like, I'm one semester in. I need to drink less coffee. What? Oh, nah, summer trial. Uh, are, are, do you think teens are resolving to spend less time on social media? I don't think I so. I think everyone says that. I don't think anybody says that until they're older. I think adults are always saying, like, no. I got to spend less time on my phone. And, like, people your age are like, nah. No, <laughs> I always see people post on Twitter or Instagram or whatever, like, taking a social media break. Like, I need to spend less time on social media, more time enjoying the world I'm in. And if you do it, it's great. Because I did it. I've done it once. Mm-hmm. I just did it a few weeks ago. I stayed off social media for, like, three or four weeks. I did. I stole the apps. It was very hard not to open them. But I didn't post anything. Mm-hmm. I didn't look at anything for like almost a month. It was great. I, I felt good. I wasn't worried about what other people were doing. I was more focused on what I was doing. It was around finals time. So I was more focused on like doing mm-hmm. my work and studying and then relaxing when they were over. But I feel like a lot of people always, uh, teenagers at least I know, say that a lot. And then it's hard to. Well, and you know, it's, you can't, like, I don't know, as as a very introverted person that I think a lot of my buddies are people that I talk to through social media and it's interacting through a platform that kind of, I don't have to leave my house. I, you know, it's kind of, I can answer when I want. It's, you know, some people that's, that's kind of how they interact with the world and that's maybe, that's okay. That's, you know. Yeah. yeah I think, I think at sure. the end of the day, it's about happiness. And yeah. I think it's, it's, yeah, I, I liken it to, I, I always used to say to med students who would ask me, like, I, I'm not making as good a grade as I want. How do I make a better grade? My first question is, do you come to class? And if yeah. they say no, I would say, well, come to class. Well, I don't need to. Well, things aren't Maybe working you out. Do. <laughs> Maybe you do. I mean, like, everybody always thought, I don't actually physically need to be in class to learn this stuff. But if you're not doing as well as you want to, my first answer was start coming to class and see if things change. Because yeah. maybe that is the thing you need. Yeah. If you are unhappy in your life and you feel like you can't focus and you're dissatisfied and you feel scattered and you feel disconnected, unplugging from social media may help you. That yeah. might be a good thing to try. For sure. If you're really happy, cool. you know, yeah. 
Like, I mean, you do whatever yeah. you're doing must be working if you're yeah. living a happy life and right. you're fulfilled. And I mean, go for it. I needed to take a break when I did because things were overwhelming mm-hmm. in, in all aspects of life. I think it was a good time too. But I think that in general, just like limiting the amount of time I spend on social media, not even like taking a break and, you know, getting rid of it completely. But I know there's a feature on some phones where you can set a time limit for yourself. <laughs> like I want to spend <laughs> three hours a day on all social media combined and then your phone will like... You can still open it if you want to say, I'm ignoring my time limit. But your phone will say, like, before you open the app, if you reach that time limit, are you sure you want to open this? You've spent three hours on social media today. <laughs> I I really appreciated that when uh, Justin was helping me set up my new phone, there was one where that came up, that option. Uh, yeah. And he was like, so oh, this is what no. that does. And I got, oh, God, I don't want that. He goes, right? No, no, I don't like that either. It's like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> no way. on my phone. And every week I'm like, stop judging me. Go away. Oh, I couldn't. No. <laughs> I don't. I don't need this phone. Um, yeah the uh uh i found some lists about um this was my favorite it's from the popular teen.com so the popular teen i thought this was very important yeah for teens today that they should resolve to in 2019 improve your social skills um well, and they they uh recommend that you buy their teen popularity handbook <laughs> <laughs> of course they do wait Sid, but you, you could also make eye contact what <gasps> finally you could focus on being more funny by watching comedians on youtube this is a sentence in here guys that's a good resolution so watch some comedians on youtube and then you'll be more funny yeah watch some ted talks that's not bad advice get ted fit. talks are good i love ted talks learn something new give to others those are good i'm gonna I'm, i don't know if i can give you a pass on that one though buddy Watch comedians on YouTube <laughs> to watch comedians to get funny. Is that how it works? Yeah. You just memorize their jokes. <laughs> then you tell them. I did that once in drama class in high school. Memorize someone else's joke? <laughs> and then we had to do a stand-up routine. And I was like, I can't come up. I'm not funny. I can't come up with my own jokes. So I just watched some other comedians and memorized their jokes and told those. Sydney, that's plagiarism. I said that. I told her I was doing okay. as, as long as you credited them so they can get all, yeah. the, all the sales off of that high school stand-up routine. <laughs> Sydney what I did in drama class. Yeah. Her bibliography. All of her sources <laughs> in alphabetical order. Uh... I uh, I found a list. It's it's a couple years old, but it's relevant still because it's a uh, basically some. It's from Bustle, and it's some resolutions for um, '90s kids. What and are they? Tay, I found these to actually speak to me somewhat. Right. I don't know if you if you would agree. Oh, sorry, you sent them to me. No, I, uh, I think one, these are the fairly first, fair. The first one is sit the party out more and give up FOMO to be happy for your friends having fun. Oh, man, FOMO. Is this like a 90s kid-specific thing? No. I think it's... No, I think it's... I don't think so. I mean, we all use that term, I feel like, in the... It's a millennial term. (laughs) It is a millennial term. I didn't know if this was like... Because, I mean, I know I have... Like, I have had to wrestle with my FOMO hardcore as an adult. Well... And I believe I've passed it on to my child. Charlie has FOMO so bad. I mean... (laughs) I think the part of the problem, maybe why it's relevant to 90s kids, is because when we were growing up as teens, we didn't see all the cool stuff we were missing out on all the time. So maybe, mm. like, as it's become more of a presence in our life, it's like, well, no, I like we haven't had to develop that, or we haven't had the time to develop that ability to be like, wait, cool stuff is 
happening all over the place. I can't be a part of all of it. Like, I feel like yeah. younger generations were, were raised on that. I don't know if it's quite as intense. Huh. That's an interesting point. Yeah. I didn't become aware. And then I was an adult. All of a sudden it was like, I've been missing out for years. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I just didn't know. And now I know. And my teen self is screaming. <laughs> I don't know, though. But then I feel like it was a two-step process for me. Like in my 20s, I was I was kind of always bummed about like friends on social media. Like we're at this cool bar. We look really hot. We have these drinks like Wah. And then like when I I don't know, I, I cared more in my 20s about having cooler friends. And when I would get to those parties, I was like, oh, man, everyone's just standing around looking cool and taking pictures like this is it wasn't that I was actually missing out on anything it's just that that they made it look really good so now I've kind of learned to have that as a thought I don't think that's everybody's good time on social media but it's like maybe it's that fun maybe it's just a really good selfie I don't need to feel bad about not being there I thought this was a really good point it, the number two one was make plans and stick to them and they said because back like when we were growing up to cancel plans with somebody at the last minute would sometimes be nigh impossible right um because like we didn't have cell phones so what are you gonna do call a restaurant <laughs> like, <what is> it, <laughs> 1960 you're gonna call and, like have them carry a telephone to the table like i'm not coming <laughs> oh excuse me sir <laughs> pals i know like really like there's a call for you the the concierge i mean like what are you <laughs> we don't yeah. do that and so you always went because you couldn't cancel plans but now you can just text people and be like not coming sorry Sorry, make Sorry. plans later. Yeah. Um, and we shouldn't do that. Yeah. Uh, they 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 have one about being yourself even more. And I think it was just an opportunity for them to talk about the episode of Friends where Ross wore leather pants. Well. I mean, it's still not bad advice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess wear leather pants is fine. If that is you. Look, sometimes I feel like... I don't think I want that to be my New Year's resolution. <laughs> it doesn't have to be. But, like, sometimes I feel like my, my 30s style is just, like, the hot topic fantasy that I wanted to be as a teenager. And now I'm rewarding my teenage self by, like, look at what I'm wearing. Because <laughs> I finally got to the age where I don't care. Make fun of my studs. Make fun of my plaid pants. I'm having a great time. <laughs> Uh, they recommend that we kill our digital obsession. I wonder about that because I see so many people my age who are talking about like the need to unplug, mm -hmm. the need to, and and like I I have seen posts as I've been like scrolling through Facebook late at night while I'm up with with Cooper or something like that of like other moms like uh, up in the middle of the night with the baby looking mm -hmm. at Facebook. And I wonder, like, if it is an older generation thing where, like, oh, my gosh, this technology is so amazing. I'm on it all the time. It's not yeah. integrated into our lives. It is other from our lives, but it's usurping our lives. I don't know. That's a, that. It wouldn't be something you'd struggle with, though. Yeah. Because you've, it, you have met, it, it is part of your roots. Yeah. It has grown up with it's you. It's in my blood. <laughs> it was just something that I got. It, it, was an, it was an app I got added later on in life. Right. That pre-installed software. Uh, call people. Don't text. Don't message. Call them. I do that all the time. Yeah. I actually have started doing that more. I've realized. Now that I am in. Now that I'm in college. You did. You called me the other day. And I saw that I missed a call from you. And I don't know what I was doing. But I stopped what I was doing. And I left the room to go call you back. Because I thought something must be wrong. Yeah. Mm. But it was a butt dial. It was. <laughs> but I have called you actually intentionally for mm -hmm. things. And you know what? 
I've called two restaurants to place carryout orders in, over this break. Wow. On my own. Wow. wow. Volunteering. Hey. Let's say about that. Um, there's some other ones that are pretty good on here. I like uh, be like share Horowitz and invest your time and energy wisely. Yeah. I think that's a good one. Yeah. It's a good one. Um, also, that yellow plaid outfit she wears in Clueless uh, is you can get it on the LOL dolls that Charlie loves so much now. What? Can you really? Mm-hmm. You have to get the fashion extensions. And she won't even know what it's from. She knew. She got it and saw it and said, look, mommy, it's from the thing you like. <laughs> <laughs> the She's thing so like. smart. She knew it was in the zeitgeist. She didn't know where or why right. or what. But she, but she knew it. it was there. She was like, this is the thing. This is mommy. Here. You like this? Here, mommy. <laughs> this is the thing you like. Uh, so any any last parting teen words of wisdom for the new year? Uh, drink water. That is a good one. For everyone. Oh, yeah. like there are so few. Be honest. There are so few people who really drink enough water. Yeah. You all. Be you honest got, with yourself. You actually got me on that train, Sydney. I saw you and Justin start carrying your hydro flasks with you everywhere you go. It's mm-hmm. like those really good water bottles. Keep your water cold for a really long time. Yeah. So I got one for myself and now I fill it up every morning. Like when I was in class before I went to mm-hmm. class, it's like 32 ounces and I fill it up twice a day and just drink that twice a day. And it's yeah. like that's 64 times as much water as I used to drink. You can think the the beginning of that for me was breastfeeding. Yeah. Started my hydration train. Hmm. But so few of us drink enough water. Drink. I could still drink more. Drink more water. Yeah. And I don't know. That's the best I got. Um, Keep on keeping on. Yeah. Smile more. If you smile, you feel happier. So <laughs> smile and smile while you're drinking water. I would say dance more. Yeah. What? Where Maybe. Don't you think? Everybody smile and dance. All right. Sure. That sounds good. Listen to at least one ABBA song every day. And follow AOC on Twitter. Yeah, do that. Mm. That's a good. That's a good. Well, you know, it's it's fun. This was a a restaurant observation. Um, We noticed that a lot of places that are like kind of fancier and have fancier parties weren't nearly as busy as just like kind of just like casual places and dive bars. We say like people just didn't seem as excited just didn't want to treat themselves. And I think a big part of that is it's kind of, especially here in, in the States, just kind of the climate of the world, To mm-hmm. speaking of AOC. Like, let, let's let not get how how sad it, easy to, it is to, easy to be right now, like, rob us of our good times. Like, it's, we can all be focused and fight for the issues we believe in, but it's at that point where it's, we're far enough into it that it's easy to feel beaten down think it's important to kind of keep watch on that and be aware of if your friends are kind of at that point i see i think that's great advice and i i would look at it as we're on our way out now yeah we're going in the first half we are now <laughs> on our way out for the second half and um and i mean man really like watch an aoc dance <laughs> <laughs> It was just it was just what I needed in the there's, new year. There's a really good Twitter account that's called AOC dancing to every song and mm-hmm. it's just that clip of her dancing set to hundreds of songs. And I love how for a minute there the I mean the GOP has tried to gaslight us in a lot of ways, but trying to make us believe we lived in Footloose for a minute there when they were like, "Can you believe she's dancing?" Can you dancing? believe this? She's unfit <laughs> we like, to serve. What? 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 
wait, why, what? She's da- <laughs> she's da- she's dancing. So that every everybody like opened the video like, oh god, what is it? Oh, is this this? Oh, that's cute. Wait, what? This is it? Yeah, she looks this happy. Is it? I like her hair. Oh, that's Breakfast Club. This is it. This is the thing. Oh, <laughs> this is better work all over again. We were like, look at what a miscreet he was. It's just him like posing with his band. Like it's like, oh no, he had a guitar. That's cool. <laughs> like, yeah, he knows how to skateboard. He can't be trusted. What was he doing in college? He should have been pounding beers, <laughs> lifting weights with PJ and Squee. <laughs> And keeping a calendar of all of it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I do. I, I do want to say that um, my my heart goes out to the eight hundred thousand federal workers who are currently yeah. either not working or working without pay. Yeah. Because of this idiotic border wall. Yeah. Just as as long as we're talking about <laughs> things yeah. that are vaguely political. No, absolutely. Um, um, I hope I hope in the new year, like the government reopens. <laughs> Is that That'd be good? That's a good goal for twenty nineteen. Open the government. Yeah, um, that's that's where we're at right um, now. Yeah, <laughs> starting off on our, our. I hope we have a government again. Left foot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you like the right side on the right foot, like your left foot. Uh huh. I thought that was yeah, pretty good. That was- Good, good job. You've been good. watching comedians on YouTube, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, sisters. Uh, good luck with your resolutions. You I, I mean, well, not you, you Riley. You're done. So, I'm like, done. Yeah, good, good job all. with yours. Good luck with yours. Check mark. <laughs> yeah. You too, Sid. <laughs> Ready for 2020. <laughs> Riley gets to advance automatically. She's in the future now. That's what happens. Because nobody finishes their resolution. We don't know this about time travel. But if you finish mm-hmm. your resolutions, you advance to the next year. No questions. I'm Everyone, quick, quick. Y'all. Finish your resolutions. 2020 is next. <laughs> we got to get there. Quick. Uh, th- thank you, sisters. Thank you, everybody, for listening to our show. Um, thank you uh, to Maximum Fun, the wonderful network that hosts us. You can go to MaximumFun.org and check out a lot of other great podcasts that you would enjoy uh you can email us at still buffering at maximumfun.org you can tweet at us at still buff we will be at podcon woohoo it's in like two weeks yeah, yeah. yes i was trying to think of the exact date it's the the 19th and 20th and no 18th and 19th and 20th or something of january <laughs> yes right yes 19th yeah. and 20th yeah yeah yes in seattle yep. in seattle Go to check out PodCon online. Yeah. <laughs> the website PodCon knows more about it than we do, obviously. <laughs> and this we'll was there. our we last know. PodCon. We know what we're doing. <laughs> 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 I had to get a very angry email uh, for PodCon. I know. We were never invited to another convention again. Oh, no. uh, but go to PodCon or or check it out. Or uh, you can get like a, a digital access, too. Yeah. So even if you, um, can't, if you can't make go. it. Yeah, if you can't physically yeah. be there. Uh, but check it out because uh, we'll be there. There'll be so many great shows there and mm-hmm. talent. And mm-hmm. um, you really should should check it out because if you're in the area or if you want to be in the area, it's a beautiful part of the country. It is. Can't recommend it enough. Yeah. So close to Twin Peaks. So close. Uh, so check that out. And thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby Change Mine. This has been Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am a teenager. 
And, and I, I was, was two. two. Watch Instant Hotel. <laughs> That's your year resolution. This is where we're at. <laughs> We've all made mistakes in book club, right? You drink a little too much, you don't actually read the book, and if you're under the bubble in Fairhaven, your individual will get subsumed by the collective. Hey, maybe I just let him go and whip us up some guac. We do not require guac. We require only nutrients and expansion. You will become book club. You will eat, pray, and love with us. Join book club. Bubble the sci-fi comedy from MaximumFun.org. Just open your podcast app and search for Bubble. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.